Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Dealing with pests can be a pain, but relax. Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. If your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X dot com. From UFOs to ghosts and government cover-ups, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. I'm Ben, and we are here, as always, with our super producer, Noel the Mason Brown, in spirit, at least. Yes, the Masonic spirit of Noel Brown exists in this room. Right. Uh, we'll go ahead and have our secret handshake here. Ooh, I haven't seen that one before. Yeah, we can do it in, in front of the microphones, because this is an audio podcast. <laughs> uh, so we're we're pretty informal today. Uh what we're going to talk about is uh, Washington, D.C., just a, just a little bit. We're just going to scratch along the surface of this gigantic thing, both as a subject, as a town, as a historical um, hub. Well, it's, it's strangely small in size comparatively to the importance that it holds for this country and perhaps for the world. Yeah, that's a great point. Now, Matt, you've been to Washington before, and, you know, later this week, tomorrow, in fact, as we record this, th this podcast will come out uh, on Friday, yes. right, on the 31st of July, uh, if you're hearing it the same day it comes out. And when it's out, we will be hopefully not arrested somewhere in the metro area. We can only hope. We can only hope, but uh, we're not strangers to the town we've both gone so what what was your experience like yes i have been there a few times i think three in total 
taken a trip for school and uh, for high school. Mm-hmm. Then I went just on a whim one time. And then the last time I was there it was for the rally for sanity. I, I forget the full title, but it was the shindig that John Stewart put together with Stephen Colbert. Uh-huh. That was amazing. That was one of my favorite experiences of all time. The rally to restore sanity and or fear. That's yes. Yes. Colbert bringing in the fear wagon as well. It was just it was amazing to see so many human beings on the National Mall at mm-hmm. one time. For something that, you know, admittedly was for comedy, for jokes, but it had this air of seriousness to it. Uh, at yeah. the time, it was strange. And, and I was at, what year was that? 2008, 2000? Uh, like that. that was 2010. 2010, wow. Okay, so that's when I was relatively new in my political awakening, my just awakening to all of the larger things that happen in mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. And I had been watching Jon Stewart on The Daily Show for so long. Sure. It just, it the whole thing resonated with me being in that place, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to be there again. Yeah, uh, I wonder if we'll see if we'll see John up there. I hear good things about him. It's he's strange. finishing. He's got seven shows left, I think. Yeah, who knows what he's going to do? Go back to directing, perhaps. Uh, mm. Go back to, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe he'll take a vacation. Doesn't seem like he actually gets many of those. Perhaps there was this uh, moving moment when he came up to make a speech to the assembled crowd, which you saw live, mm-hmm. uh, and it was clear it was apparent how overwhelmed he was by this and and john stewart is not a guy who seems to get overwhelmed easily yeah, he I mean, keeps it together he keeps it together he's talked to he's talked to people who later turned out to be essentially war criminals like pervez uh musharif musharif the yep. uh former leader of pakistan and uh he when i when i saw that i thought for a second oh man did you not anticipate that as the most trusted journalist overall in the <laughs> no. U.S., you know, uh, which he, uh, a thing that he uh, usually disavows, but a lot of people in polls say that he is the, their most trusted source of news. And, you know, take that, take that as, as you will, I would say. But, uh, I can tell you a little bit about the times I went to DC. I yes, went there please. as a kid in high school as well. I'm fairly certain it was high school, though the past does blur like a watercolor in the rain. Most certainly. And, uh, I also went up to DC a couple of times to do, uh, in, in the process of joining the State Department before I became, uh, disillusioned by it. And I, I don't mean to disparage the State Department professionals working there. The, the people that I met in the course of that before I decided not to go that route, uh, were all very sincere and no, you know, nobody was a jerk or anything. I just started to get the feeling that maybe the goals that I had and the goals that the State Department has might not align. Yeah. So this was before going deep into international affairs. Uh, yeah, this was, this was slightly before I started studying that, uh, at tech. Uh, so we've been there before, but we've never, we've never lived there. And DC is interesting in the U.S. because it is unique amidst all the other area classifications, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, what we'd like to do is talk a little bit about the history of DC. So we know that before the U.S. was even a thing, 
before anybody said, hey, guys, hold my beer. Let me try this. <laughs> uh, the the place was populated. Yes, you know, it was. Even though there are these myths uh, about the U.S. being relatively sparsely populated, uh, they are myths. Uh, the uh, human presence dates back at least 4,000 years. Uh, the European exploration of the region, so far as we know, started early in the 16th century, so 1600-ish. And uh, there was a guy named Captain John Smith, you might remember, uh, from, who was there in 1608, uh, the different tribes that lived around the area, uh, included people like the, uh, Natochonk, uh, the Potomac, uh, after which, you know, the mm-hmm. Potomac, yep. uh, the Powhatan, and, uh, some other, some other groups, right? Uh, and the present day Georgetown is actually the site of a village called Tohoga. Uh, which I, which I honestly may be mispronouncing. We also know a little bit about the first colonial landowners who settled down there, right? Yeah, that would be George Thompson and Thomas Gerard. Uh, these guys were both granted the Blue Plains Tract in 1662, along with the St. Elizabeth area of land there, uh, and a couple other tracts in Anacostia, like Capitol Hill. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then other tracks or uh, areas down the Potomac as time ground on. Now, Thompson, probably much to the uh, dismay of his uh, later family, <laughs> of his later family, he of his descendants, he sold his properties at Capitol Hill in 1670 to a guy named Thomas Notley. Uh, this. This uh, continued for a while, you know, as more uh, Europeans were establishing areas and, of course, clashing with the people who already lived there and said, you're what are you doing? Yeah, guys. Hey. Right. And uh, the this led to uh, the construction of a fort in 1697. It was it was in the bounds of what is now D.C., but. Even though all this stuff happened, right? Even though all this stuff happened in the 1600s, uh, Washington DC, of course, as many of our listeners surely know, was not the original capital of the US. Uh, the US has had multiple capitals. Uh, there was one in New York City when they decided to form it in DC, and then Philadelphia, Annapolis, the list goes on. Uh, the area that is called the District of Columbia didn't become the the capital until about uh 1790 right yeah that's right and that was with the residence act of july 16th 1790 and dc itself was founded in 1791 the same year that president washington commissioned a guy named pierre charles l'enfant uh to a french born architect mm-hmm. to design the new Capital and, and oh, design he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This comes into play later, right? Yeah. Oh, he, he. There were a lot of strange things with his his design that were cool. Admittedly, they're um, just these huge, broad streets, um, these avenues that were were basically created out of these rectangles, and it was the me the whole idea was to provide space for landscaping, open right. areas. Uh, but man, it sure looks strange when you. Look at it on a map. Some of the areas, right, right. He uh, and you guys see what we're foreshadowing here, which we'll get to. Uh, so, 
Pierre based his his designs on plans from cities, great European cities, right? Paris, Amsterdam, Milan, and so on. Uh, but the layout later, we'll find later, uh, becomes a source of controversy in the modern age and becomes uh, – Polluted might be a fair word by later builders yes. making new streets, random buildings in places that he would never want them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today, uh, or at least as of 2014, Washington, the actual city of Washington, D.C., has a population of uh, what just over 650,000. I think you might have the exact number. Yes, yeah, 658,893. Good save. That, 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 those extra three people that came in last summer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that, that seems like a deceptively small number for the capital of such a large country. Deceptively small indeed, because that number is only accounting for the actual city, the city of Washington, D.C. The actual, like, District of Columbia. Yes. And you look at the metro area that's surrounding it, you, that number jumps all the way up to, I think, 5.8 million. Huge. Huge. Yeah. A little bigger. So that's the that counters places like um or that rather encompasses places like Maryland, uh Virginia, nearby towns in those areas. Uh one one of which you and I went on a trip to uh a few years back. Very strange experience. It's a different story. Yeah. One of the biggest controversies, at least uh in the mainstream eye for DC, is that uh in a Burst of tremendous irony. Local citizens of the <laughs> District of Columbia have no representation in Congress. Yeah, if you live in that, just that tiny little area, sorry. The capital of a country partially formed by, uh, partially formed by this principle of no taxation without representation, uh, have no representation. Cause they're not a state. In Congress, yes. Uh, and due to, uh, Due to the nature of this organization, the, the, the legal system of DC is Byzantine. It is incredibly complicated. If you are going through the criminal justice system in DC, and I hope you never ever Please are don't. in any state really, uh, then what you will find is that things are a little bit different. Uh, first, since about 1973 and at other times in D.C.'s history, Congress has allowed locally elected officials like a mayor and a council to carry out certain local government functions. However, because Congress has constitutional authority to control the area, they literally can overturn any of those laws anytime they want. And they don't have to have a reason. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage. Alanis Morissette. Cage the Elephant. Celeste Barber. Dirks Bentley. Janet Jackson. Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma. Sean Paul. Sum 41 and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, 
Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. Snap. Guess yep. what? Sorry, you don't get you don't get to do that anymore. No, whatever it is. Uh crime has historically been an issue. Uh it has declined over time, but it remains above the US average. Uh, this, and you know, of course, DC is a town chock full of lawyers, so it's not surprising yeah. that it would be so, uh, so complicated. Here's one example. So let's say, mm, pick one of our coworkers that, okay. that, that our audience would know. How about Chuck? All right. Chuck Bryant from Stuff You Should Know. So let's say Chuck gets on the wrong side of the law oh. and, uh, and he is, he is going up the river. He's got to get his, He's got to get a lawyer. He's got to go to trial. Serious business. So, oh, and by the way, listeners, write in and let us know what what crime you would imagine Chuck committing. And <laughs> with that being said, we're we're just uh, using him as an example. He has not, to our knowledge, done anything crazy. Zero crimes. Right. Zero crimes. And instead of this crime, this hypothetical crime, being handled by a state attorney, as it would in any other. Similar case, it goes directly to the U.S. District Attorney. It does not pass go. It does not collect $200. Seems like that would be a lot for the U.S. District Attorney to handle. Yes. Yeah, it's true. I'd love to hear from somebody affiliated with that system. Uh, so, of course, 
Washington today is also home to the three branches of the federal government, uh, nearly 200 foreign embassies, uh, Matt's favorite, lobbyists and uh, think tanks. Yeah, lobbyists, K Street. Did you ever see that show, K Street, that came out? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Went for about two seasons before it was pulled tremendously popular in Washington. It was tremendously popular in Washington mm-hmm. because it's kind of looking behind the curtain. The the staff they had, the production staff and people writing, mm-hmm. knew what they were talking about. It presented almost this weird dystopian version of reality, which was sad. Now that's you know that's a great segue to the uh, the other stuff we wanted to talk about. Here's where it gets crazy. Maybe let's talk about the conspiracy theories. Let's go back to the Freemasons. Okay. That's the biggest one. Uh, remember, we did a couple of episodes about Freemasons early on when this show started, and we thought we would have about a month of doing it before we got fired. Yeah, especially after that episode, just because it's the, the reality of the, let's say, the Masonic hand that was inside the creation of DC and that has historically been a part of at least a, a substantial number of our leaders. Mm-hmm. There's a Masonic line that goes through there. If we were talking about something that we really shouldn't have been talking about, then there's one reason that we get canceled, right? Huh. Second reason, and I think most important reason, that the show was just, why would you make this? Well, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, yeah, also, you know, I, I think there's such inherent narcissism and paranoia sometimes. I, I really don't think, I hope I hope these are words I don't have to eat later, but I, I really don't believe that there's any reason that somebody would see our show and say, oh, no, they have to be stopped, right? Absolutely not. But, you know, it is called stuff they don't want you to know. Sure. And we get comments on YouTube all the time like, what, are all the major secrets just on YouTube available for free? Well, I would say, I would say while that is a very good comparison up there with uh, the earlier comparison you and I had made about Ouija boards and whether – Proof of life after death comes from a mass marketed Parker Brothers game. Uh, Yes. While that is a reasonable thing, the truth is that uh, YouTube and podcasting, and I'm not saying our shows in particular, but YouTube and podcasting and communicating directly to people online is, despite its many pitfalls, uh, still a better chance of getting less, uh, less manipulation or less suppression of a story, right? Yeah, there are fewer people dictating what people who create content that goes there, what they can and cannot say. Right, right, exactly. Like, uh, whomever is affiliated with a large, a large industrial giant like Westinghouse or something is not, probably not going to be able to give an objective report on any problems, especially systemic problems with a lot of Westinghouse equipment. It's just not going to happen. Nope. And if they're, if they're controlled by a car company for some reason, then they're going to give a very different report on recalls. So that's, that's the nature of it. But the idea that DC is this Freemason town, the idea that it is at heart run by the Masons, uh, was, is historically a tremendously popular idea, so much so that there was an anti-Masonic party 
anti-Masonic political party at time, uh, for a time in the U.S. Uh, they're, of course, no longer around in a serious capacity. So we've done this stuff on whether Freemasons control Washington. We also did one on Albert Pike, I believe, a, large, a big figure in yes. uh, the Masonic tradition. That had, I think, a magical amulet of some sort. I forget the whole episode, but he could communicate, or allegedly he could communicate mm-hmm. somehow with the demons hmm. through his magical Similar amulet. to like a Key of Solomon thing. Pretty cool. Which is, I guess, not, or uh, Ring of Solomon, rather, the legendary one. Uh, it is true that th- there are some seeds of truth to this. because Not to the amulet. Not to the amulet, but to the Freemasons. <laughs> yes. Because it's true that the national headquarters of Masonry is in D.C. It's the uh, the prime temple for all of the other lodges, or the prime lodge, I should say. Oh, yeah, it's that's where you can find the House of the Temple. Uh, it's also where you can find the Supreme Council of the Scottish Rite. It's there are a couple other buildings. I think George Washington even has a uh, memorial. Right. Which uh, we're going to we're going to have to visit. Not the George Washington statue, not the creepy obelisk, not the obelisk, but a whole separate building, which is the the Masonic memorial for George Washington. And the official name of that house of the temple, by the way, is, quote, home of the Supreme Council, 33 degrees, ancient, accepted Scottish Rite <laughs> Freemasonry. Uh, yeah. That's, huh. Oh, it's also the Southern Jurisdiction, Washington, D.C., USA. Ah, okay. So it, it doesn't quite roll off the tongue. I can see how people call it the house, or maybe people just refer to it as the temple. Yeah, I've, I've often heard it called the Supreme Council, or the House of the Supreme mm-hmm. Council. So there's another piece of truth here. It is also true that Masons were involved in the construction of numerous other historic buildings in the area. We've got a great quote from a guy named Mark Tabert, who was the who was the director of collections at the George Washington Masonic Memorial in Alexandria, Virginia. Uh, he says, Individually, Masons had a role in building the White House and building and designing D.C. And small-scale Masonic symbols can be found throughout the city as they can in most U.S. cities. So this uh, this note here is important because he's saying individual Masons were involved, not necessarily a big collective saying this is the pentagram we shall rot upon the face of this nation. Absolutely. He's also reminding you that Masons have had their hand in creating buildings and cities throughout the United States. If you go to Decatur, Georgia, a uh, smaller little town east of where we are right now, and uh, there's a building, I think it's the, I don't know if it's the city council building. Ah, It's one of the main building, like county courthouse, I think. Uh And then directly across from it is the old uh, Freemason temple, or it used to be a lodge there. Mm -hmm. And now it's a mixed use building. But on the corner, you can see there's a, there's a big sign up that has the, what is it? The, the Masonic the compass, symbol? the square and the compass. compass. Then on the bottom, you can you can look at the cornerstone that has a bunch of etching on there. Right, cornerstones have been important in these this kind of construction for a very long time. Wait, so so Ben, this yeah. is either uh, it makes you feel a little better. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh well, just Freemasons have a hand in everything, or it makes you feel a little worse. Oh wait, Freemasons just have a hand in everything. <laughs> well, this is more a statement, I guess, about my personal philosophy. So this is just my opinion, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have a fact to back it up. I am naturally, instinctively, and continually concerned and skeptical about the motivations for any group that 
requires secrecy. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. I hear that. You know, it's not, I, like many other people, believe it's not enough for someone to pat the public on the head and say, trust us, we're the good guys. Don't worry, Bobby, we've got this. Right, right. Because another thing that we have learned throughout human history and modern day psychology is that very few people that we would consider bad guys or people who are people who have antagonistic aims or something like that. Very few of those people ever think of themselves as villains and the good guys, perhaps misunderstood. 
right? Yeah, misunderstood or perhaps their good goals or the goals that they believe are for the greater good or for the, some some greater greater good. good. Yeah. These are this is the right thing to do. Sometimes sure. you have to break some eggs, Benjamin. Right, right, Matchman. Sometimes <laughs> you have to break some eggs. And the so the Freemasons, I think we should do a podcast entirely on the Masonic orders. Absolutely. We need to find a high-ranking Mason in Atlanta to come and talk to us, who's willing to talk to us. Mm, there's no shortage. Uh, we could also interview some Masonic historians. That's great. Yeah. Uh, the the stuff that we had found, uh, you know, I, I had speculated for a while the idea of uh, joining Masonry, but... I try to be very respectful, so I would never join an organization with the idea that I will be a mole. It just doesn't seem... Yeah, I would never do that either. It doesn't seem like the right kind of motivation. Agreed. Right. Your sarcasm is dripping off of you and rolling across the table. What secret society have you infiltrated, Matt? I haven't been. I would never do such a thing. Have you really? No. Okay, well, if you have, and if you are, then it doesn't necessarily have to be the Masons because we get caught up in this idea, which is which is a, a, a valid concern, right, of secret societies, but Freemasons are not the only secret society. It really depends on what you would consider secret, right? Uh, many of the many of the discussions that the United Nations or various embassies hold in Washington, those are not for public consumption. There's another group called the Second Stewards that recently got into uh, some heat for apparently uh, trying to fix the election at Georgetown. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I think the reporting's a little bit skewed there. The Second Stewards were supposed to have been uh, abolished, uh, but it came to light uh, in – let me make sure I got the facts right. It came to light in 2013 that someone who was going to be in the student government, head of student government, who was running for it uh, at Georgetown was a member of the Second Steward Society. So, you know, colleges, especially higher-level colleges, are just lousy with this stuff. Uh, but the- Yeah, I mean, can we just talk about George W. Bush versus Kerry for the, with the Skull and Bones Society? Right. Mutual membership. Yale. Yeah. Uh, you know, a bit weird. Well, that's another thing. You know, should elected officials be allowed to be members of uh, a secret society? <clears throat> no. I, I mean, I don't think so. But, Where do your loyalties lie, Ben? Right, right. Uh, we do have uh, some unfortunate news about the the actual street layout yeah. Uh, if you if you look at it and if you look at some of the history, uh, it doesn't it doesn't really seem that this it doesn't seem that there was purposely a satanic pentagram or something constructed. It is eerily close mm-hmm. to that, I have to say. Uh, if you just look at it with a map, like, let's say a satellite of Google Maps, right? But. You can tell it's unfinished. If they did mean to make it, then they purposefully didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. It seems a little weird, right, Ben? Well, you can. The thing is, you can read these. You can read things from the people who believe that uh, a larger Masonic organization and or satanic secret religion 
uh, built the layout. While you can read these things, what you'll also see is that they claim these somehow harness ley lines uh, for people who believe in ley lines. These are geomagnetic uh, lines crisscrossing the earth that supply uh, some sort of energy. And the, the interpretation of what sort of energy that might be changes over time. Yes, and it's certainly something we have yet to prove in any scientific fashion. Right. However, there is there is solid proof of course that many of the many of the things cited as hubs for ley lines in in the US are or in the world, I should say, uh, do exhibit a sophisticated knowledge of astronomy. So they're definitely built for that time, right, to measure the rise and the fall of the the stars and the sun and the moon, equinox, solstice, stuff like that. And uh, in many cases to also predict those movements in the heavens, which to me is brilliant and so so intelligent that it's it's kind of frightening, especially because in the modern age for such a long time, people loved to deride uh, the past generations, right? Yes. Um, Those heathens, they knew not what we know now. Right. And again, this is, this is just scratching the surface. We haven't even talked about how incredibly weird the obelisk, uh, for the Washington Monument is. Now, incredibly <laughs> old obelisks are, or the original plans for the Washington Monument, which had an obelisk, but also yeah. uh, this temple. Yeah. Right. Uh, a, a straight up old school temple. And, uh, not, which to me is kind yeah. of what became the, the Masonic Memorial for Washington. Ah, yes. And, uh, we're going to have to head out because, uh, candidly, uh, we have to pack yep. and do some other stuff. Uh, but we wanted to hear, we wanted to open a conversation, ask you what some of your favorite, uh, theories about Washington DC are and, uh, what, what you think the future of the city is. Uh, especially given some of these enormous contradictions, would you ever live there? Do Have you, you ever lived there? Do you live there now? Uh, can we crash on your couch? Please. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we're kidding. Hopefully, uh, hopefully oh. we'll get it together enough that I don't care, man. I'll sleep on the train. You know, I don't sleep yes. much. Well, and uh, one other thing, I hope some of you joined us on our Periscope missions that we were doing while we were in D.C. Uh, if you did not, hopefully we'll be doing that again at some point. So make sure you are following us on Twitter at Conspiracy Stuff to get updates of when those little quick live broadcasts might happen. We're, we're going to try and surprise you guys a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that that would be huge. Also, yeah. follow us on Facebook, y'alls. Yeah, you can find Facebook and Twitter. We're Conspiracy Stuff at both of those. Had a blog entry recently where we put our first uh, the time of our first Periscope experiment, and uh, I'll be continually updating that blog as well as the social media stuff uh, to let you guys know where we're going, when we'll be there, and if you would like, if you're in the area, feel free to uh, swing by and say hello. Uh, we, we won't be too weird, I hope, right? Not in an extreme way, but the, the weirdness you will catch on, you'll, you'll be able to feel it. I'm I'm a regular guy. I'm an open book on a sunny day in a meadow. Well, I am not. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Um, oh, and there's one more thing. We said earlier that our super producer, Noel, is with us in spirit, but not in the flesh. And we can't hear him, but you guys probably can. 
DC. A reflection by super producer Noel Brown. Washington DC is not an easy to play the piano is not an easy to play the piano is not an issue, that the two men in black screen is not the best way of saying it is the most recent version in the first place I have no clue, who I was like I don't have the right way and it will take the bus driver just got to oops my mom and my friends, to be ooh. Sorry everyone. The spirit world is really 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 weird. What is that? That is that him? Well, I didn't hear anything, but no. uh, it was cool sitting here awkwardly with you in silence for a few minutes. I did hear that door open and close really loudly a couple times. Must be the spirit world. Oh. So <laughs> we're going to head out. Uh, as always, uh, give us topic suggestions, or if you want to just say hello, if you have any advice about D.C., we would love to know it. You can tell us on social, or you can write to us directly. We are conspiracy at HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this topic and other unexplained phenomena, visit youtube.com slash conspiracy stuff. You can also get in touch on Twitter at the handle at conspiracy stuff. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Attention, true crime enthusiasts. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Dealing with pests can be a pain, but relax, Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. If your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com.